0: Hey everybody, welcome to Movie Man episode 12. I'm your host, Gio Zaroff, and today I'm going to be reviewing a new Marvel movie, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Now this is the second Ant-Man movie, and it's taken place after Civil War, and Scott Lang must become Ant-Man again when a new villain named Ghost starts causing trouble around him. And uh, this is a really good movie that I was looking forward to. You know, I love the first Ant-Man, I think it's completely underrated in the mcu films you know it's it's a really quirky fun movie it doesn't have the biggest stakes like comparing it to the avengers movies or captain america movies so it's very different and i think paul rubb was like made to play of this character because he he plays ant-man so well and going into trailers got me even more hyped up for it and so i got my ticket last night saw it in dolby last night and it is a great movie and another awesome entry into the MCU and I just can't wait to get into talking about it. So I want to get into the positives of the movie and the number one thing is how contained this movie is. It's very similar to the first Ant-Man that this is taking place after two years after Civil War, so current day, but before Infinity War and it's very much its own movie where it doesn't bring in other characters from other movies. So you're very much just dealing with, you know, our characters, Ant-Man, the Wasp, and you know, it's it's a smart idea because you, I, I love Marvel movies, but when you all start throwing lots of characters in there, and it's becoming just another Avengers movie or another Captain America movie, like Civil War was basically Avengers was about a couple of characters. And it's kind of nice when you have a smaller movie like this that it doesn't have to deal with doing a lot, all, all that setting up stuff, and you can just have a really, really fun time with it on a much smaller scale. And even getting into being a fun movie, this is a fun movie. This is a really just fun, action packed movie. With, and there's some great comedy, really good one-liners in this movie. And maybe Paul Rudd does most of that. Um, but Michael Douglas also has some funny lines in this movie, too, which I was actually kind of surprised about. And, you know, it's it's just – so it's a movie that you can sit back for two hours and just enjoy it. Sit there with a smile on your face for two hours and have a fun time. And even the action sequences. Now, I love the first Ant-Man uh, where where they were going basically small. And there, a lot of things were like more large when he was an Ant-Man. And they do that in here, but in a much better way, I think. Where they, it's more choreographed action sequences, which I actually really liked. And I'm actually glad it's not gritty or shaky cam action. You can actually see what's happening, which is very important in my book. If you listen to other episodes, you know that. And, and even when the Wasp is fighting, it is like some serious badass fighting. And I thought that was awesome. There was one specific fight scene towards the beginning that I thought was great. And they introduced some new characters, You know, they introduced some villains, of course the villain of the movie is Ghost, but uh, then they also added in some other villains too, like the FBI, and then there's also a black market dealer that they add in, lots of different villains of all different story arcs, and I think it was both a smart and not a good idea to involve that many characters, I'm going to get to that in a, in a minute with my negatives, but uh, the villains are pretty good, Ghost was a pretty good villain, and I think they're continuing in the trend like the other Marvel movies where it's not just an outright villain. They actually have a motive that you can see as a believable motive. It just isn't a good motive. You know, it's very much up the veins of Thanos and Killmonger. You know, it's very similar to that. And I thought Ghost was a good villain. I think her story gets introduced a little bit late in the movie. And, you know, we lose that touch of what's what's her actual purpose. You learn so later on what her purpose is in the movie, that by the time you're learning it, it's almost over. And it's kind of, and a little bit annoying, but it was, it was a good character nonetheless. And then I think the big thing everyone's going to be talking about with this movie is the mid credit scene. Now, I'm not going to spoil it, but all I'm going to say is that it is crazy and very unexpected. At least the audience. I saw it with a packed crowd last night, and everyone was gasping in the audience. It is just something that I had a theory of what was going to happen, and it's not. And I was like genuinely surprised that when this mid credit scene happened, and it's smart. It's a smart one too, because it actually answers and sets up other things that are gonna be happening in other movies, which I thought was pretty smart. And it's a good idea, because it definitely is setting up the next couple of MCU movies. And for a movie like Ant-Man and the Wasp, I didn't expect it to do that. So I was kind of glad. So obviously my positives are great. It's funny, great action, love that it's a contained movie, great mid credit scene. Now I do want to get to two big negatives that I have and I think my first is that this movie couldn't decide who they wanted the villain to be. Uh, Ghost was a villain, but then you also have the FBI and then you have the black market dealer as a villain. You have three different villains and not really any of them got enough screen time to warrant them as an actual threat to anybody. That Ghost was the main threat and the other two that I feel like they could have completely left out of this movie and there was no reason for them. But no, they have to include them, and, you know, it's, I get why they were doing it, but it makes it an annoying movie-going experience where you're trying, you want, you want the story to progress, and by adding in all these villains and doing little side stories that don't get wrapped up, it gets kind of annoying. So definitely I think them adding in lots of different villains is just an annoying thing that I don't know why I couldn't just stick with having ghosts in there, but of course they had to make other adversaries for Scott Lang, who plays Ant-Man, you know, so there's all that, the villains, way too many, if they should have just had Ghost. And I think the biggest one I'm going to complain, and you know it's that of course end credit scenes. There's the mid and end credits. End credits is right at the end, like right before you're leaving the theater. And I usually love end credit scenes. Sometimes they're funny, you know, they're great. And for some reason though, Ant Man and the Wasp has to be the first Marvel movie where they actually showed the end credit scene in the trailers. And I'm not going to tell you what it is, but they definitely show the end credit scene in the trailers. And it ruins the surprise. And everyone's just sitting there in a crowd like, what? We already saw this. Like, I was even saying that. I'm like, I've already seen this in the trailer several times. Why is this some sort of shocking end credits? Like, usually because you want to leave an end credits scene wanting more. But I see this and I'm just like, uh, Like, it just seems so pointless. And I don't think I would have been upset as much if they didn't show this exact scene in the trailer, you don't end, you don't show the ending, the true end of your movie in a trailer. That's not how you do this. So that that was that was probably my biggest negative is that it just left me as a, with a bad taste. Like I don't know why they decided to do that, but those were my two big 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 negatives. And you know, my final rating for this movie, even with those two negatives, I love this movie a lot. I'm actually gonna give it a nine out of ten. This it was just a it was such a fun movie after the depressing and heartbreaking infinity war. It's nice to have something that's not like so deep. It can just be a fun, uplifting movie, which I loved. And, you know, it was just, it's a great time. I, I mean, everyone I was with was laughing their butts off. Everyone was having a great time at the screen. You know, I totally recommend it if you're into the MCU. Or even if you're not, go watch the first Ant-Man and then go see this. It is a great and fun movie. That's why my rating is so high a 9 out of 10. It's just a lot, a lot of fun. So that's going to do it for today's review for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, I want to thank you guys for listening. And, of course, give a follow on Instagram at the Man 98 And give a follow on Twitter at the TheMovieManFL. All right, thank you guys. Have a great day.